Hello and welcome to this episode of There Be Dragons. It's the beginning of a new arc, so let's go around the room, introduce the players and the people that they play. Hello, uh, I am Scan, or Josh Walker. But which is real? I don't know. <laughs> They're coming over crosswise. <laughs> uh, I'm Tristan. I'm playing the yet-to-be-introduced Charlie Roughhouse. We've got a little bit of him. Mm-hmm. Got some of him flexing. It's the most important part. <laughs> yes, yes, just flexing the pecs. That's about it. I like that you actually flexed. The, for, for the people playing at home, Tristan flexed the pecs. Just as, he, as he is now. As he, yeah. And not stopping. <laughs> please, please you stop. You must. Don't act like you're not impressed. Yeah. He's sitting there just kissing his biceps. Mm. And now, licking them now. Yeah. Yeah. And stop some calling chips. your arms and your guns. They are not guns. Uh, on that note, I'm Karen, and I am, I play Rylan, the disgraced Dragonborn Commander. Question, can Dragonborns be damaged by fire? Is she kind of like a Targaryen, where if you threw her in a fire, nothing would happen? I believe they have a racial trait that gives them resistance. Resistance to cold rather than fire. Yeah, because, you're, because Dragonborn are elemental in nature, according to the way that they're chromatic. But I just ice-pressed the fucking fire out. Yeah. And I am Angela, and I play Abella. And I'm Tom, I'm playing the Bard Nezzle. Excellent. Well, uh, when last we left our intrepid party, they were travelling on the good ship, The Joy, with your Captain Ironsides and Dupree Dupont, and you were making a voyage to the city of Orim, which is a border town between the Kingdom of Urhart and the Bastion of Republic. Charlie has obviously just made the double finger sign down, showing his guns. Um, you know, if I wasn't into women, that would be very arousing. <laughs> How are you doing, Abella? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, forget I asked. So yes, you sail down the oar, or up the oar rather, uh, oar being the river, and make berth on the first pier that is in what appears to be an internal dock. And obviously Dupree's got up and sort of mentioned that he ha- may have a job for you. Um, but you make land and all step off onto the pier for the first time in about a month. Abella falls over. <laughs> Charlie, um, you, you took a car, a, a, a carriage to the bridge, yep. got out, and you're bas- you're on the side where yeah, the river uh, goes to the ocean. Um, you saw the, the ships came through, they had the gun salute. Everyone you gave them the gun salute back. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, and then Gorgeous George ushers you into the carriage. Yep. goes, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like a moment of FaceTime with the champ, please meet us down at the Or Square and the Bachinol side. He will be handing out limited edition signed parchments Thank you! And he gets onto the top of the cart and cracks the reins. The horse pulls out and um, as you leave, uh, Thunderclap Jack just locks eyes with you the whole time. Yeah, like... How are you doing? <laughs> not homoerotically, but <laughs> I can certainly understand. Please, please oh, I may have misunderstood the kind of wrestling we were involved in. That's been awkward boxing, but Lots yeah. Lots of mud. <laughs> no, <laughs> Some climbing. jelly. That would be an awkward time to get a boner. Now, um... Really? I think after you clear the crowd on the bridge, uh, Gorgeous George actually runs down the rail on the side and opens the carriage door and gets inside and goes, You're gonna be huge, kid! I'm already huge. <laughs> oh, yes, it's I am of a large physical stature. <laughs> well, yes, obviously, physically, you're huge. But what I mean is you'll be big. Everybody will know your name. Everyone will love you. But uh, we got to make some cheddar off this. So, unfortunately, for the next couple hours, you're going to be signing. 
that's the plan. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. I like how you think. Now, I kind of imagine him like Drax the Destroyer. (laughs) (laughs) I am already huge. I am very large. We must make cheddar. Why must we make cheese? This makes no sense. I enjoy cheese, but I have people make it for me. I could sign autographs and then they would give you money. That would be better, would it not? And you could give the money to Kid, you're killing me. (laughs) No, I'm not. I can if you ask. (laughs) Anyway. Now, I've been talking to one of the other promoters, and I know we had the fight set up for the House to Champion, but uh, we had a really interesting idea, and I want to run it past you, and I, I think we can get old Clap on board. We're thinking of building the ring on the bridge, right in the middle, and we will have the crowd there. It'll be open air. You know, all we have to do is basically bring the Costco wine up there, and everyone's set. They can set up little stalls. We after after the fight, we have a little tent set up for you. You can have some private time, clean up, go and see your adoring fans. Rather than being some dusty old boxing hall, can only get a hundred people inside. What do you think? It doesn't bother me. Excellent, excellent. All right, I'll set it up. Don't you worry about a thing, okay? Um, it's at, the, at this point, you your carriage is basically pulled up in the square and there is a marquee set up um, and a number of Bashano high guard are actually there. So these guys are dressed in full plate. Uh, they have rather pointed helms. I guess the way you describe it is that sort of branched upwards and out, but at the back of a spade, you know how it's quite curved and domed? They have like a rather sharp looking helm. Um, but they have helmets shaped like snow shovels. Sort of, yeah. Like, and it's like, like an imperial officer. Or like, like, like a, a stormtrooper. Yeah. <laughs> no, like the ones on the Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> the ones with the weird backwards sloping yeah. uh, No, no, not, not quite. <laughs> no, no, I get what you mean, but no, not quite. Like these are these are more, uh, if I could... Oh, I yeah, they're, they're, they're speed cyclist helmets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are two they're things the Bachelor love. Fighting and very Dream mind. We your private, our private parts at your mother's house. At your aunties. At your aunties. I do a bunch. Why do you? That's just no. Yeah, alienating the French viewing audience. <laughs> that? Okay. Oh, okay. So it's sort of a. It's a crest. Yeah, it's like a crest. He's got a shovel on his head like a crest. So already headbutts somebody. It really hurts both yeah. of them. Um, and it has uh, embossed on it a large oak. They're dressed primarily in green, but they have like a yellow goldish kind of cloak. And they've got rather large red plumes that come out the back of the helm. Um, most of them are armed with longswords that they keep at their side. Uh, one or two of them actually have bows, and the rest have spears and, and other sort of weapons. But the majority of them, it's quite, they're quite heavily armoured in there, keeping the riffraff out. There are a number of food marquees around the area as well. It's still a very festive feeling, but the actual area where the champions are is very much like you come in through the front, you pay your admission... You go, you get your autographs. Um, yes, so you're ushered in through the back um, by Gorgeous George, who's muttering about how much money they're going to make and all this sort of stuff. Um, and he pulls you into a small, um, like I said, marquee tent that has a sun lounge. Um, it's a bowl of fruit. Chaise Yeah, Chaise Lounge. Um, there's a bowl of fruit. There's a large barrel of water and cloths and... Um, other accoutrement to make yourself look good. It's a large mirror that's been propped up against the central pole that holds everything up, uh, and a large carpet has been laid out on the ground for you. Is there a fighting frame? No. 
Let me down, Georgie. Let me down. Uh, uh, he actually noticed that you're a bit crisp. What's the matter, champ? What can I do for you? Well, I was hoping there'd be something for me to practice. I do have a fight. I understand what you're saying, champ, but I had that thought, and I thought, what better than to show you training in front of the crowd to get them worked up? Poke your head out that window. Oh, you know, the tent flap. <laughs> <laughs> I do. So you see a large uh, platform that's raised. It's very prominent, and it's sort of like a faux ring. Um, but inside it has training dummies and a number of different kind of uh, training frames and all sorts of stuff there for you to work on. Um, and it's, it's all really hard-looking wood as well um, and very minimal padding. Um, there is also another tent which is opposite you. So your tents are sort of a, a royal, royal purple. purple. So it's obviously your colour. And then opposite you is this dark green tent. And then you see, like, there's uh, two tables and an easel. There's like an artist there, a painter, um, set up on either side. And it's a, like, like I said, it's sort of a little bit of a pavilion set up and you're ringed entirely by guards. Being oh, up, yeah. just do some push-ups and shadow boxing and whatnot. Sure. There's a few little kids are watching from the rings. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just cheering. Um, what noise do they make? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, Charlie. Hey, my yeah, we're children, we're children. Um, anyway, who's what? French kids are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> if it's French children, uh, life is so terrible. No, the, the Bachelot children are on the other side. They're all smoking all cigarettes. All people to <laughs> smoke. <laughs> yeah. Especially the children. Especially the children. I painted this bitch. I did shit. Yeah, I, ah. I ate my paintings. <laughs> <laughs> I um, You are so derivative. <laughs> um... Yeah, you see, uh, yeah, there's an elf um, who, one of the painters, elf, he's got, he almost looks like one of those uh, 14th century sort of, with the big pomp, like, uh, no, not 14th century, like. The pompadour hats with the big. Yeah, the big pompadour hats with yeah. the big plume and all that sort of stuff. He's got a whole uh, bundle of, like, parchments underneath him. And then on the other side is this bloke. It's just a man. He looks like death. Um, he is a He's wearing a long black cloak and he's got a big no, scythe. Not literally, he paints with a paintbrush and that's a big scythe. I use an impressionist. He's very thin, very thin. Bit bony. Almost skeletal. Yeah. yeah. No, this man looks like he hasn't had a decent night's sleep in three years. Um, he's got. He's got he's, a wine of white powder under his nose. Yeah. He's one eye clearly bigger than the other. He's vibrating slightly, very energetically. He has you know, like how most chihuahuas exist most of the time. <laughs> that. He has, yeah, he has shitty looking um, sideburns, like they're just wispy. Uh, yeah, so this guy is currently sucking down what looks like the remnants of a dart. Not like a literal dart, me a cigarette. Yeah, he's hacking a dart. He's hacking a dart. Um, rail thin, and he's wearing almost pauper-like clothing. Um, and he's just staring at this canvas. Um, and he's got what looks like a very thick painter's brush in one hand. Not, not like your little artsy brush, like something you'd paint a house with. Something you'd use to paint Charlie's muscles. <laughs> An impressionist one, yeah. yeah. Broad strokes. Yeah. Bold but, lines. But yes, he's, he has a sort of a manic air about him and the other guy just looks like he's like... I'm a painter. I'm a painter. I've trained in the greatest painting academies in the world. Uh, I once painted the ceiling in one afternoon. Two yeah. coats. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, and Charlie pushes past and goes, huh? Not bad digs, huh? Huh? And he does like, uh, well, you're already shadow boxing, I guess, but he's <laughs> from the ring. He's making like the 
doing the same. Yeah. So, uh, he's a very ugly man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Does uh, his jowls wobble as he punches? It's um, Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> He's not Danny DeVito. Although I should have made him Danny DeVito, that would have been I'm amazing. imagining my old head of drama, actually. <laughs> he, he has the... His face is has a very toadish element to it. His eyes are slightly too big. Um, He's a... Re, yeah, yeah, bulgy. He's a really creased brow. I think I've described him to you before, but he just looks like someone's squished his head a bit. Yeah. Uh, he's ugly. Evenly? Not really. Like, maybe favouring one his head trapped in a vice once. Yeah. He looks like he had a traumatic birth, you know, that just... And everything went downhill from there. Yeah, because he's fuck ugly. Though gorgeous is an ironic term. Yes. We already covered this. Yeah, I remember this very clearly. Did you watch Yeah, yeah. Yes, Gorgeous George, the big ugly boxer. Like Les Grossman. So, um... You guys, the dock actually fronts onto the area where Charlie is. I say we leave the city as quickly as possible, not picking up any other accomplices. <laughs> <laughs> um, Particularly no Charlie annoying dwarves or boxes. Can I at least have a bath? <laughs> I really, really want a bath. I just like being on land. I think we need to go to Annabella for smells meal. like vomit. Mm. She probably needs a bath and a meal. Yes. Uh, Okay, so from where you're standing, looking out, there is, like a, again, a dock, so there's lots of cargo and crate, freights and all that sort of stuff. To your left, it looks like it's a warehouse district. Uh, on your right, there is a lot of well-to-do-looking houses. Um, they look like what you would expect for sure um, prime real estate to look like. It's a Malcolm Turnbull's house. Sort of, yeah, that <laughs> kind of... Uh, Near the docks. Well, relatively near. Uh, like You at, can see them from the docks. You can see them from the docks, mm. and then, like, a road, and then... Which is primarily pubs. Yeah. And warehouses. Yeah. But the, the, to the, to the right-hand side, looks like there is probably a number of hotels or inns, or yeah. et cetera, et cetera, depending on what your price range is. Yeah. Um, Dupree's actually stepped down, and he goes, Oh, my dear friends, I think at this point I will be departing for a few hours. If you wish to find me, I will be at the Scarlet Rose. Uh... Lovely little institute just down there. He indicates towards the rather richer end of town. He goes, uh, I shall meet you there, let us say, for supper, if you wish to discuss, and if not, uh, I bid you well and best wishes. Oh, and uh, Mr. Scan, I do encourage you to seriously consider my offer, as I do believe I may have some information as to the whereabouts of your sister coming in quite quickly. Dr. Chen? Uh, as to the rest of you, well, I hope I see you there for Dindins. Good day. And uh, he hurries off and... How can you trust a man who says din-din? He's the most punchable person I've ever met. My mother used I've to say that to her cat. I've met, met a dwarf once who was very punchable. <laughs> He's but dead. I let, I let a, don't you even start. But I let a suit of armor punch you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about you lot, but I need a hot bath and some fresh arrows. I need to eat. <laughs> yes. I'm, well, we'll get a snack, but I, I would like to hear what he has to say at least. I'm not sold. I'm kind of done with this guy, and I just want to get my guitar repaired. What happened to your guitar? Just remember this man is uh, phenomenally dishonest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But he has something I would like to know. That is part, like, we don't have to go on this fest or anything that he is offering us, but he has information. We can always hear what he has to say. The whole point of the thing was the payment and information, yeah. He's good for a free meal, if nothing else. <laughs> oh, I remember the breakfast. Yeah, I'm sold. <laughs> There's all your pockets empty and ready. I'll go to the pub. I'm sure they could use some music. Yeah. Right. 
<clears throat> what so else is going on here that we could hang out and do? Uh, you can hear something of a to-do occurring, and you can see what looks like a set of tents in the distance, and sort of a stream of people are kind of heading in that direction, so... I snag a passerby. Mm. Pardon yeah, me. What is going on over there? Pointing at the tents. There's a biff happening in three days. Three days? Right. A big showdown between a gentleman boxer fighting that bastard Bashanor fuck. In three days? Three days, a big fight. Didn't you see all the to-do on the way through? The man flexing, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was him, ah. Oh. That's the gentleman boxer himself. I've got all my savings on him. I reckon he's going to win. Well, best of luck to you, my man. Thank you, sir. Ah, thank you. And he doffs his cap <clears> and um, toddles off in the same direction. <laughs> oh, if you're interested, they're doing autographs. I'm going to get one. Charlie Rothaus, gentleman boxer. Hey! And well, I have a others. funny feeling that we'll be getting them for free soon. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't just the, the whole floor in hot about is Charlie is a gentleman boxer. He's he's just he's a very honourable person. You know this man? Reputation only. Oh yeah. Mm. He was in the military as well. Never met, but you know, you pound enough people into the dirt with your bare hands, people tend to know who you are. Mm. Yeah, I've got claws, true. so it doesn't count. <laughs> You're not allowed to fight, are you? No, not behanded, no. <laughs> That's quite fair, I think. Man lost an eye, you know, it was awkward. Oh, whingy moany. Anyway, do, do we want to go check this out or Bard's food? Grab a, grab a, yeah, all of those things first. I mean, we've got, what, four or five hours before dinner? All right, well, let's grab some lunch. Do you find yourself in the public triangle that's across from the docks? Should we split up and meet back at a pub or find a pub and then split up and meet back at? There's a number of pubs along the way. I'm sort of looking for the shabbier but on the nice end of shabby. Okay. Um, the shabbiest a, looking nice pub. Somewhere that'll let me try. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I'm wanting a room as well. I could do a wanting... bistro bar and restaurant. There's <laughs> the Chevrolet de Cook. <clears throat> Oh, yes. Um, which looks rather run down. The um, shriveled cock. No, I think you said Sh the Chevalier de Cock, which means the Knight of the Rooster. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, and it has a, um, a like, the, the sign that hangs from it has what looks like a dead bird on the end of a... Um, a lance. A lance. Yeah. Um, Chevalier de Cock. Yeah. In rather ornate letters. And you know what? Let's just keep I, making I, people say very their greasy names. windows. I'm all up just because of the name for the Chevalier de Coq. You know, I think up Chevalier de Coq. Good. Yeah. We'll have a look. <laughs> Where are we Check having a look, sorry? <laughs> sorry? As the locals call it. So we're Coq? checking out the Chevalier de Coq, is that right? Yeah. Mm. The Chevalier de Coq, yes. Yeah. Let's go right, that so let's go to fast. the Chevalier de Coq. 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 Chevalier this is going to be the episode title, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> actual, actual Bachano is probably not spoken in this area. It's more like a common parlance. It's more Urhart than anything else because, again, like... So you actually, were, the dude I flagged down, did he even understand what I said? Yes, he was Urhart. He was... A, they, they were pouring over the bridge. Like, oh, OK. He's effect, he was effectively a soccer hooligan. Of course. As he left, he was singing songs with his mates. Charlie Ruffles and punch you in the gut. Yeah. <laughs> Purple on one side, green on the other. Yeah, yeah, can that be his? Silver. Can that be his yeah. anthem? <laughs> Charlie Ruffles and punch you in the gut. I thought it was going to be Decock. And then we'll right. involved. He will get his cock out. <laughs> 
Charlie Roughhouse, Charlie Yeah, Ruffhouse. it's more like it's, yeah, these songs are slow and it's like, Charlie, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie Roughhouse, fuck the French. Fuck the French, no, Charlie Roughhouse. I love a good song, don't you? Oh, please, can we go on the pub? <laughs> let's let's yes, get some wine and some Chevalier de Coq. Yes, um, so this is a rather rundown looking place. Um, it's got greasy windows, like the point where you almost can't see through them. That's good. Um, and dim, it looks like dim firelight. Frosted. <laughs> Yeah, and everything's fried. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yes. Can I have a deep fried yeah. cock, please? It's a Scottish uh, fine dining establishment. <laughs> so uh, you enter inside, and the first thing that hits you is a wave of heat and uh. a sort of uh, stable-like stink. Um, it's rather pungent in here, um, and you immediately can see why because there appears to be what a bar went shoveling what looks like in the leavings of a stable inside the fire. It's a very good... Why? Yeah. All those in favour of leaving immediately, please say aye. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> uh, no, they're... they're sh- it's, no, 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 I'm they're serious. Like a, no, you want it? You want out? All right. You're shoveling dried horse shit into a fire. That no, sort of, it's that like sort that of stuff gets it. No, 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 they yeah. really do use that. That's, that's not unusual. What? Um, that dung is excellent fire material. It's, yeah. it's and from in, herbivores, in a city, absolutely. In a city, you wouldn't have as much firewood. It would be fire shit. It would be the horse leavings from the. But it's just you go to an upper. It's it's plant material. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, all, all dung does well. Well, I have but... learned something today. I just don't go well. shit near a fire, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it has to be dried, but, yeah, it, it's yeah. it's good stuff. Uh, it doesn't smell great. Bone is even worse as well. You burn bone as well, but that smells horrible. Ugh. This is burning hair, essentially. It's all made of the same stuff. Could, could we possibly go for the second nastiest-looking coffee? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not so greasy windows. <laughs> um, but uh, I will say it rather looks homely. Um, there is lots of lovely ornate wooden carvings. Um, as a banister that runs the length of the room up Just until the, <laughs> up until you hit the bar, um, and to your left there's sort of a depression that goes into the ground and has a number of tables. And it looks like they they have rotisserie chickens on like a pit fire, but it does stink rather Bale much. Smells of, of no, it food. smells like shit. Bail, bail, bail. All right, please let's go. All right, so where would you like to go next? Three weeks of nice salty sea air. No. <laughs> what's uh, ruining the nasal passages just up the road? Yeah. Okay. Next, next pub. There is another pub called the Pie and the Prince, and it looks a little bit more upmarket, but um, people who are there appear to be. Bashano, uh, Thunderclap Jack supporters. Not that you know who he was necessarily Not fighting. Like, yeah. mm. But uh, they are all they're wearing patches on their clothes that are the Bashano, um, the Bashano Oaks. And they do not appear to be particularly hospitable towards you. So they're French. Yeah, they're yeah. French. They're yeah. French soccer hooligans. But French um, Canadians. A, a large amount of them are, uh, are elves. Um, they look like they're about middle class, and there's a few humans and one or two gnomes. Which are rather small. They're a little like um, they're using stools effectively as seats. Are there any pubs on the street that don't smell like shit and aren't full of soccer players? Not really. They all <laughs> sort of smell of shit. What are the other? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fine. Let's risk it. 
Yeah. Either, either way, it doesn't matter because everything smells like shit. Okay, let's go in the, the Chevalier de Coq then. That's yeah, let's go back to the Chevalier de At least we've entered that chicken one before. Though, please, yeah, chicken baths, wings, yeah. all of us baths afterwards. <laughs> yep. Okay, so uh, yeah, you all walk in again, holding your noses apparently, um, and uh, the barmaid who was shoveling Pete into the no, no, Pete is soil. I was trying to use a, a nicer term than shit. Night soil. Night soil. Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, shoveling nuggets into the fire. Um, uh. Bricks. Bricks. So yes, uh, she immediately comes up to you and uh, busses you over to a table, which is not too far away from the fire pit where there, there's a surly-looking um, gentleman turning the rotisserie. The nearest we can get to the fire pit, the better, I feel. Yeah, well, you're pretty close. You're like, oh, good. You're basically next to the Isn't that all the... roasting chicken. Oh, okay. I introduce myself. So my my friends are looking for a, a room for the night, but I'm a I'm a bard. I'm a former guitarist, a songwriter. Um, are you looking for anyone for tonight? Or do you need need some entertainment tonight? Well, I, I could do with some entertainment, but uh, perhaps I should talk to the bar manager as she yeah. gives you a big wink. She's she a bit could of... do with some entertainment. I, oh, I, 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 let's all I get in there. as good as a wink to a blind dwarf. <laughs> um, she likes your rough, man. Yeah. Yes, I'll get it. She likes a Ralph. <laughs> no, here's what shush, dead clown. Oh, she I'm, may. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to say we didn't do, didn't get a proper description of her, so I'm not into it. Okay, so... Oh, you're so shallow. Elvish fuck anyway. Basically, is she hot? She's a dark-haired elf, um, very plain-looking, not especially attractive, but not unpleasant. How big are personalities? Z- Having so personalities? Yes. Uh, decent. Okay, good. Yeah, there's yeah, a good in there. The gentleman who's turning the rotisserie belches and, and you immediately smell alcohol. He also looks a bit worse for wear and is basically just doing this to not fall over. Scan looks over at Abella and gives her a nudge as well. <laughs> <laughs> Not my type, but you know what, Scan? You just go for it. <laughs> Danke schön. <laughs> um, Harosh has no, actually run down your time. arm at oh, this yeah. point and is making the begging shape with his <laughs> begging hands towards you. Cute. And um, is In making... a minute, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Back at the uh, um, the pavilion. Oh, me? Yes. The pavilion. Um, you've been shadow boxing and... Um, Charlie's actually dis- uh, gorgeous. George, sorry, has actually just disappeared. I got business to deal with. I talk to you later, Chief. Charlie, you're you've basically been just training on this uh, raised ring, and there are a number of people that are ooing and ahhing and booing at the same time. Jack has actually been uh, quite reclusive. He stayed in his tent, but you can see him through the flap, and uh, he appears to be pacing and doing much like what you've been doing, which is shadow boxing and. Um, he just, for whatever reason, doesn't appear to be stepping out at this point. Uh, the elvish painter, the one that's dressed up to the nines, has been furiously brushing away at the uh, thing and using like his thumb to measure your height and then been using the other thumb on top to sort of get a better measure. Um, the other painter, the one who looked like he was almost dead, um, has just been staring at that canvas for a good 20, 30 minutes and has just been re-rolling cigarettes. Um, and as, as far as you can tell, he's not done anything, but he's still holding that rather thick brush um, to his side and uh, it seems to be tapping it with his fingers. 
You just know that that dude's going to be an amazing painter. Mm. Oh, I would imagine so, but, um... Has he signed any orphan across yet? Um, well, I imagine they're painting. So, yeah, I would pop down and, you know, like, go up to the both of them and ask whether I can see their work. So who are you speaking to first? Uh, so I'll, I'll talk to the, uh, the posh one. The pompadour? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, Good day, sir. Oh, sir, it is a pleasure to meet you. My name is Emil. And he does a sort of a faux um, mm-hmm. bow and twelve hand. Because it is a wonderment to be able to paint someone of your stature and musculature. Please, will you have a look at my work and give me a uh, an opinion? Absolutely. Um, and you can see that he has drawn you in a very stark style. The picture is of you throwing a fist and. Um, being very statuesque against a very stark background, um, you it looks almost like a recruitment poster for something. <laughs> and you can see that he's sort of drawn almost like the, the Christian style of the halo around your head. Kind of, he's given you a real like Renaissance, uh, Renaissance sort of feel to it. Um, Are there clouds? It, no, no, no but, cherubs. Uh, <laughs> but it is it is uh, like looking down and up yeah. at him, and you can see the ringside there. Stalin-esque almost. Yeah, almost, yeah, almost, um, but very, very strong pose, yeah. and, and um, it's actually very impressive, um, given it's been about half an hour, but you can see that it's only about a third of the way done because he's basically just done bold strokes to kind of cover the general shape of what he's going to do. He's going to go in and obviously do more detail. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's been doing it with paintbrush, which is interesting. Um, he has Very a, impressive. Uh, thank you. It, is, it means quite a lot. Uh, I, I will, of course, await you to return to your training before I continue the painting. But uh, if you'll excuse me, I require a nice aperitif. I will talk to you later, sir. And does a little bow and excuses himself. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'll head over to the other guy. Yep. Uh, he has nothing on his canvas. He's just been staring at it, and uh, he barely even notices you there. There's like a slight flicker of the eyes. He regards you and just looks back at the canvas. And I'll be like, "As it's coming along, I'm still seeing." Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I'm still seeing. I'm still seeing. He's visualizing. He's visionary. He's going to be amazing. He's going to be amazing. <laughs> no, so he's going to draw like a stick, a stick figure. Stick figure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He uh, actually then blinks a few times and looks up at you and goes, uh, sorry, sir, can I help you? Oh, I, I didn't mean to uh, uh, disturb you in any way. I just wanted to see if everything was coming along well. Yes, quite well. Uh, one must see the picture before one paints the picture, of course. Exactly. Uh, I've always been quite impressed with your... Uh, fighting style. I've been visualizing the the uh, the way in which I wish to portray you, but I cannot find a stance in which I think shows your your true form. Is there anything you want me to do in the ring? I want you only to be yourself. I I must see the clay to mold the clay. But uh, if you'll indulge me a moment, I would like you to uh, perhaps challenge Jock for uh, about or two, so I could see the uh, the true moment of, of combat and how that affects you. That would be uh, 
incredibly useful. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, and yeah, he just goes back to staring at the uh, cans. I'll um, wander over to Jacques' tent. Um, yep, uh, he's actually in a heated argument with someone at this point. Um, and it's a an elvish man who looks rather thin um, and is wearing silky silver robes with sort of green ermine uh, ermine furs. It's like oh, it's almost like a ruffle. Oh. Yeah, I'll stop if there's yeah. someone there. Um, uh, it's a little... You can't quite hear what I, they're saying. But I don't sh- plan to. A gentleman yeah. never listens to another man's conversations. Right. Um, the argument continues for at least a good five minutes, and yep. then... Um, that attitude's going to get you punched in the head by a statue at some point. <laughs> 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 Jesus. <laughs> Just fucking stab... Hit him below the belt, then stab him, huh? Twist the knife. Fucking hell. Um, yes, so uh, Jacques exits, exits the, the uh, tent and almost doesn't see you. Uh, he's so intent to going to the, the training ground, but he does get, he obviously does catch you and he goes, Oh, it is you. What do you want? Oh, I was wondering if you'd like to do some sparring before the fight, just for the crowds. Uh, do you think that is a good idea? Do you think our promoters will allow this such thing? Should we care? I mean, I don't plan on hurting you before the fight. Uh, oh, trust me, Monsieur, you will not hurt me. As I was saying, I don't plan on hurting you, and I don't imagine you're planning on hurting me. Oh, well. uh, to spar. Friendly bout. Well, I uh, will meet you in a moment, but uh, you must allow me, of course, to uh, warm up and uh, oh, have, absolutely. have a, a quick nip. Absolutely. So I will see you in five minutes, yes? Wonderful. Do try to actually connect your hissy time. And then uh, he trances off to um, one of the uh, barrels at the back of the pillion, um, where he actually gets a large ladle out and actually pours himself what looks like a, a goblet of wine and quickly downs that. A ladle of wine. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good measurement of wine. That is, that is a man that you mm. want seven or eight ladles of later to fight. <laughs> hmm. Uh, okay, so back at the pavilion, now that you've all done your thing, um, well, Jacques has finished his routine, which has involved a lot of stretches, a lot of calisthenic-style stuff, um, <laughs> and has basically wrapped his fists and is flexing and has stepped into the ring with you and proceeded to basically move the uh, training equipment out the way. I'll, I'll help him sort of move it out. Yep. Uh, the gentleman who was paint, who was staring at the canvas has actually started watching you guys. Um, are you ready for this, sir? I'll extend my hand out like... And he reaches out and sort of... <laughs> just give him a firm sort of... He barely touches your hand, he just sort of clasps it for a moment. <laughs> I go... <clears throat> like, gentlemanly, of course, yeah, but... but he's just... Uh, whatever. Uh, come on, then, you... And he uh, he sort of he doesn't seem quite on kilter. Yeah. His um his form is very loose compared to the last time we fought him. Uh, because come on, let us begin and uh, let's roll initiative. Sure. That's one. That's not good. Well, I rolled a seventeen, so yeah. So you. <laughs> yeah. I get a plus five to it. But yeah, regardless. Yes. All right. So uh, Jacques just throws a jab. What's your AC again? 19. Um, well, I roll that one dice. So he immediately throws a left hook and, uh, and it nearly cracks you in the side of the face. Three points of damage. Yep, yeah. okay. What happened to I'm not going to hurt you? 
I guess, ah, come on, you think you can do better than that, huh? Huh? Come on, get your blood up. Where's your fatty spirit? Uh, yeah. I will throw my first punch. Yeah. And that's only uh, a five. So yeah. Plus seven. So nah. 12. Nah, I'm not going to hit. Yep. Um, you throw a punch and he easily darts to yep. the left. And then use my next attack. Sure. And that's a one, so I miss again. Anyway, so yeah, next um, one. So you throw your punch and it throws you a little bit off kilter. Yep. Um, he immediately rejoins and, oops, sorry, what was your AC again? 19. Um, so yeah, he throws a jab at your head and yep. it breezes past, but it would easily have been a knockout blow and you know it would have been. Yep. And your turn? Sure. Okay, again. Uh, not wrong, not wrong. Uh, 14. And total? 14 total. Yeah. No, doesn't nope. hit. Again, um, my second attack. Yeah, sure. That's better. That's an 18 plus 7. Yep, yeah, so you throw off a punch, uh, a right hook, but it's a feint, and you crack him in the face with uh, the left hook follow-up. For 6 points of damage. 6 points? Yep. Yeah, ah. And there you are, huh? <laughs> gentlemen. Come on, uh, take you down. Um, he winds up a punch and misses. Yep. But he follows up with a secondary attack and actually cracks you aside of the head. So again, faint and a jab. Yep. Um, and oof, does six points of damage to you. Yep. Uh, well, that's me. Well, it puts me to zero. So oh. obviously, there's medics and stuff. I'm not going to die. Yeah. But no. but he, uh, yeah, he just does a playful tap and you you go that's down. That's not a playful fucking but, no, but, but yeah. to the point where that the fight's over and yeah, yeah. He, he sort of hops and hops back and reaches down because obviously you have to do a little bit of that if you expect to beat me in the big fight huh um, yeah and I'll, I'll sort of reach up and uh, you got a good blow on me this time huh but uh, next time and I'll let you do that hmm I look forward to it sir. I'll see you on the day he turns around and he sort of squares off. The fighter, uh, the, the painter just sort of looks at you and goes, hmm. I was going to say, so when like Jacques picks me up, I'll step the rope, like yeah. just step the rope for him. Oh, yeah, sure. Way out. Like, you know, I'm a gentleman, so I'll step the rope so he can get out and yeah. um, um, just get straight back into yeah, no, uh, training. Um, but the painter immediately starts work on his canvas. Um... Did you want to do anything to just continue training? Yeah, I'll you don't continue. Want to look at that, he's drawing Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun. But yeah, I'll continue training and, you know, but a bit more intent. All right. Uh, half an hour later, George actually returns um, and immediately notices that you've been injured. So you've got a big welt. Yep. I'm paying my What the hell are you doing? Training. Me and Jacques had a. Uh, a uh, but you're bounce. not supposed to fight before the big fight. Why did he agree? Because why I don't. Right, you know what? Enough. Just go put some ice on that. Try and reduce the swelling. We gotta I'm... get into the 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 signing of the autograph. I can't believe you just. Uh, you know what? That's fine. Whatever. You're you're the man. I trust your instincts. But I I mean I'm sort of I'll pull him close and go. His form sloppy. George's immediate demeanor sort of changes like a bit like a slightly. You're fucking with him. You were fucking with- I like this! <laughs> this is my boy! So what, you think you got the good inside track on him? We'll see. I don't imagine that he was putting everything into the fight, but he definitely doesn't have the form that he did. Ah, oh, you clever son of a bitch! I love this guy! And he goes and slaps your pack and he's like, Get into that tent, get that swelling down, we're gonna sign some autographs, and they've got, I just found out we're gonna have some fireworks again tonight, it's gonna be beautiful! You ready for this, kid? 
This is the beginning of your comeback. Remember, this was a one-off. I'm not... Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I, I believe you. But trust me, once you win this one and you ride that high, you'll be begging me to set up other fixes. Um, okay. Um, so, Dindin's at the Scarlet Rose. I'll go. All right. Yeah, I'll go. I, 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 I would have tried to find out more about DuPont, so I'm going to go to. I don't trust this guy. Cool. In any way, shape or form. That's all right, but you've got a job. Mm-hmm. No problem. We'll meet um, back at the same place. We'll fill you in. You arrive at the Scarlet Rose. It's actually a two-storey establishment. It's not too far away from uh, Chevalier de Cook. You've actually got a private suite upstairs which has a nice balcony overlooking the uh, street. It doesn't smell quite as strong of shit here, but it's still pretty pungent. Oh, look, it's nice. It doesn't smell nearly as much of poo. Um, There are a number of uh, young uh, elven women serving, um, and DuPont has probably been there for at least an hour. Uh, He actually looks a little bit salted, like he's been drinking. Ah, friends, please come and join me. Oh, my friends are. Come and come and avail yourselves of the food. Punch, hello. Ah, my dear Bella de Rosier, it's such a pleasure to see you again. And ah, Captain Ryan Westford, beautiful. And of course you, (laughs) Scan. And that's all. Am I not beautiful as well? Oh, you are ravishing. I, I indicate to one of the um, lovely elven wenches, a ram, please, my dear. And uh, she dashes out the room. Um, you must excuse me. I have been drinking with a very old friend of mine this afternoon, and he has told me some very interesting things. Yeah? Um, now... I must ask the lovely ladies here to just please quickly leave the room for five minutes. Tell a lovely lady who's bringing the rum for my friend Scan. Where is our friend Nezor? He has a job, I'm afraid. He'll be yes. back with us. He's very continuing possibly Im- to come with us, but the man is working. Very important him. job. He sends his regards. Mm. Oh. oh, excellent. Yeah. Such a lovely man. Definitely not anything else. Now, so... Um, how would you all like to make a lot of money? They're always making lots of money. Nice idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you see, my friend has a rather uh, ambitious plan, and it involves um, match-fixing, I suppose. Um, have you heard of a gentleman called Charlie Roughhouse? Nine. never heard of the man. He is a wonderful fighter. Yeah. He is the Erhart's best man oh. for an upcoming fight. However, he is severely outclassed in his competition. But that is good for us because, as it would seem, if we bet on him and he wins, we'll make money. Mm. Which is a very good outcome for all of us. So, I was speaking to this particular friend. And he suggested that perhaps we do something to create an opportunity for our friend Charlie to um, beat this uh, this, uh, this Jacques fellow and uh, bring pride to the the Erhart name and bring money to all our coin purses and what do you say? How on earth are you going to do that? Yeah. Mm. 
Oh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I think you must understand the proposition. You see, I will be contracting you to do this. So we have to work out how to make Charlie Roughhouse win. Absolutely. Um, now, Mr. Scan, I know that you had a passing and continuing interest in your sister. The thing that you have to understand is that, of course, that information costs, if not money, then other information. So my plan to, uh, of course, bring more um, intelligence, as it were, to the fault so you understand what's happening, mm. is to make a person who has this knowledge incredibly filthy rich. So obviously it would behoove you to, um, to problem solve this for us. You do not have the knowledge, you do not have the information yourself. I broke information. Now, to do so, I of course have to pay or uh, arrange for, um, how you say, uh, opportunities to arise. This is one such opportunity. And I believe it is the quickest way for you to um, expert the process. He is very red in the face and is swaying slightly in his chair. But um, perhaps we should all have a lovely meal, socialise, talk amongst one another, and then perhaps at the end of the evening we can discuss an arrangement. Hmm? Madams, if you'll come in and please serve these lovely people, I would love a lovely, lovely. What was it? What was it you were having scanned there? Uh, the rum. The rum. Is there any more rum? Why is the rum always gone? <laughs> <laughs> Too many sailors. Rylan's not drinking, by the way. Rylan's staying stone cold sober. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Scan is taking the other route and getting really drunk. I'll <laughs> take the middle salt. route and have a few drinks. Maybe get a little fuzzy. I like, I'm making but not friends. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a very luxurious meal. It's all like roast ball, all the trimmings. Wow. Delicious. Uh, um, Nizzle, hey. you're currently uh, playing cocking some... about. Uh, yeah, jazz. Playing jazz. Progressive jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me a performance. Not? Roll, will you please? If, see it's, it? if, it's a f if it's any multiple of four, then it's uh, jazz. Nat 20. Oh. It is jazz <laughs> plus five. Oh, beautiful. Progressive All right, you need to, you actually need to <laughs> do something here <laughs> to, to entertain it. Here we are now, entertain us. The Introduce your act and whatever. Okay. Yeah. So I... Come out onto the stage. I'm assuming this bar isn't totally. There's a raised area near the stage, yeah. near the bar. Yeah. So I I come out. I am in full costume. So rough makeup. Everything. Still in my my pocket of a hundred. Um, Your vest. Yeah. Vest of a hundred pockets. pockets. Not pocket of a hundred vests. <laughs> oh, that would be a much better idea. <laughs> oh, I just pick a colour. Um, <laughs> And I strum the deepest, darkest chord on your lute. Possible. And start, I guess, what... Uh, the, the, the deepest, like, deepest kind of Gregorian chant that a little halfling can make before going into what can only be described as shitty but amazing slam poetry. Give us some, in, some slam poetry. We <laughs> might have to in. have some thought behind yeah, it. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe, maybe is, write some for next time yeah. and record it then. Yeah. Death, death, blood, blood, and death. Would, would you say this 
pub is more Erhart or um, Bajano? Bajano inclined. A bit of a mix. Um, there are a lot... Tonight there are actually quite a lot of uh, young people in there, which is probably why you're received so well. My my idea would then be to do a... Um, what I would like to do would be to try and stir up the crowd with something... You rolled a fucking... You've rolled a nat 20. Just fucking go for it. Some, some, stir up the crowd Milton with the... Milton Keynes! <laughs> um, something to do with the fight. Um, get... Not, I would hope not to get the crowd fighting against each other. Do you have a moment other? to think about it and then we'll come back to you? It would be a, like I am not a lyricist. I am not someone who. No, but you might just spin some shit off the. I, bone. however, do write performance poetry. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Shh. I wrote no, a two-minute beat comb and title. Okay, so it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful recital, and everyone loves it. But it's all because yeah. it's their young people. And um, the barman looks across and sort of is like, "Hell yeah!" This is not exo- at all what I expected, but <laughs> people like it. So, all right. Um, but yeah, get the crowd going with something mm. boxing related and then cast Mage Hand to get just a beat, like just a single note going on, your on my guitar. Oh, so while yeah. I yeah, while I like perform and get everyone going. <laughs> okay. So using your mage hand to strum your guitar. That's yeah, rad. just the single deepest uh the well would it be E string to just go like or like a drum kick. Um and get everyone kind of chanting and getting their their side and, and who they want so that Charlie Jack Charlie in in time with the beat nice <laughs> Charlie uh, did you have any plans for the evening you've been signing autographs all morning uh, all afternoon while the painters have been furiously finishing their work well I would um, go see the painters again see their finished work after the fight yep uh, Emile's work is who's the fop um his work is very standard, I suppose, of the, the style, but it's, it is quite empowering. Whereas the other painter, whose name you actually didn't grab, has actually drawn a uh, like almost like a tableau-style picture of you and Jacques' arms clasped, um, and you're looking at each other in the eye. Um, and uh, it is very bold, broad brushstrokes. It is sort of impressionistic as... Um, Josh was saying, but uh, there is an element behind it that is something that brings to, it brings the picture to life. It, there is a, there is almost an energy behind both Jacques and yourself. What is happening with these paintings? They're basically being used uh, as as George, gorgeous George, explains to you. They're, they're effectively being auctioned. Oh fuck! But uh, Emile has done one of you and one of Jacques, whereas this other painter has only done one of both of you. Uh, so there are three paintings. Uh, there is planned to be like a big fair the next day. Um, again, where you get to walk through the crowd and talk to people, etc., etc. But um, they're, they're going to do a large auction of these, these artwork pieces. I'm going to like congratulate both of them. I say uh, uh, Thank you, monsieur. Uh, of course, I have many answers on the clap because no offense to you, monsieur, but you are, um, how you say, the inferior fighter. But... I wish you best of luck, and I am, uh, of course, privileged to uh, create your likeness on the canvas. I, uh, I appreciate your honesty. I'm, I do hope you don't lose too much money. <laughs> I like your stare, sir. Um, and now I'm going to move over to the other guy. Um, he is just hacking a dart at this point. He's not even looking at his canvas. Yeah, and I'm just going to be like, that's uh, incredible. It's a piece of shit. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> Tortured souls. It's, it's I'm pretty much better than that, but... Well, I... You know, I kind of want that, but, you know, I you can't have it. pay for it. I know, oh, I know. I do appreciate your effort. I am very much impressed. Mm. Mm. He turns around and he uh, extends a hand and goes, I don't think you'll win, but best of luck. <laughs> I, I appreciate the uh, sentiment. Oh, man, yeah. If oh. you ever need a painter, you'll know where I am. Talk to Mr. George. He doesn't actually have a hat, but he doffs like yeah. would be a hat and then uh, collects his painting gear and um, is again smoking <laughs> as yeah. he leaves. And yeah, I'll be like, best of luck, thank you. Mm. And just sort of waves over his shoulder. Yeah, I'm just going to have a drink of water and warm down, or, like cool down, like just stretch. Nice. Yeah, and then um, go back to the, the house that they yes. put aside for you. All right, cool. So um, the dinner is winding down. Uh, Dupree has been talking animatedly about um, Areem's history, about how the the, uh, the Urhart took half of it under the, the skin of night and it was a great and glorious battle to reclaim half this thing. It was very clever how they all did it, but such a shame that the uh, the opposite commander had sort of outwitted them at the last second so they didn't get the whole city, etc., etc. Um, uh, it's like I said, it's been much a like a lot of drink, a lot of rum had come through, a lot of wine. Um, the girls have been very flirty to yourself, Scan, and to Dupont. It's been a very um, lively meal, I guess is the best way to describe it. Um, but then Dupont sort of goes, gentlemen and ladies, I'm sorry, ladies, I believe now is the time to speak of of plans, etc. Uh, ladies, if you will be so kind as to leave us to our devices for at least half an hour, but please do bring desserts and your delicious ports, if you have any. Wonderful. Um, they disappear. I always like to make a port. Yes, I do too, sir. Uh, ladies, uh, would you like anything in particular to uh, round off your meals before dessert? Ah, oh, quite satisfied, thank you. Thanks, I've got my wine. Um, Angela, is Abella just like completely repulsed about everything that's happening? Not repulsed, more like mildly confused and just like, what? I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't trust this guy. Yeah. Well, like, this is lovely, but why There's am no I here? There's no reason to, like, I don't trust him either, but... You're drug scared. Why look at gift horse in the throat? How do you feel about my proposition? Understanding that, of course, it is time-sensitive, and if you do not wish to uh, partake, I will, of course, be forced to find others. Yeah, yeah. Look, at this point, my feeling is I am interested in the money aspect. I am interested mm. in the information aspect. Um, the aspect I am confused on is we are... <laughs> I hate to say the word humble, but we are mercenaries, yeah. Uh, I have no idea how one would go about rigging a fight. Uh, Zarin lies the problem. You may not know this either. Yeah, yeah, this is all good. Um, the problem is now that we don't know how to do what you want us to do. You give us two days to do the thing. I would have to say no. I would be perhaps interested in betting. If you can find someone who can effectively rig the fight, I will help you throw money into the purse and then and, and be, be doing more. Sorry, may we have a moment to talk about this privately amongst ourselves? Oh, 
just so we can... Of course, my dear. Uh, he stands we'll up and sort of... We'll see you very soon, dear. Of course. Uh, I will perhaps um, decamp to the, uh, the lavatory and return post-haste. Uh, good day. And he stands up and he wobbles out of the room. What a slimy, obsequious... I'm sure there's poisons that don't kill people. Well, nine. We know you actually to throw a fight. All you need to do is talk to the guy you want to take to throw the fight, but... I mean, we could just drug him. Or get him really drunk the night before, knock him about a bit, and then throw him out. This man is a prize fighter. <laughs> well, I'm not saying I'm... We, yeah, I'm sure. right, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I'm wildly gesturing to the yeah. la- dragon lady we have okay, in time. Okay, I just yeah, say no, when, when, when he shows up to the fight with claw marks all over him the following morning. <laughs> I'm just like, whilst I'm Sorry. not doubting in any way... Uh, ability to... Yeah, I was going to say, there are ways to explain Did you just that. hook up with him? I'm nine, nine. This is not... At this point, yeah, this is I not... I have to be promised a very good payday <laughs> to, to seduce that man. I'm not throwing the... I'm not... My, this was her. Look. I was like seduce him. <laughs> Sorry, just to interject. What's everyone's passive perception? <laughs> Passive perception. So, what, what's your bonus to hit? Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Um, you hear it. What? What? What's your bonus to hear? What's your perception? Perception three. So, plus thirteen. 10. Thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen. And what's your perception? Nine. Nine. Um, Scan and Abella hear a sort of chanting down the street. <laughs> Is it him? <laughs> uh, and it sounds vaguely like words. Uh, Charlie, shut. Shock. Oh God! Shock. Shock. Is that to the tune of a lute? Shock. What's happening? Um, <laughs> he's the Pied Piper of soccer hooligans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you actually peer over the balcony and you can see that um, a crowd have has emerged from the Chevalier du Coq and it's actually carrying Nezol, who's strumming on his guitar, and they're all chanting. Um, um, and many of them are either Charlie supporters or Jacques supporters, but they're all chanting the same rhythm and uh, they're carrying him off towards the triangle. Shall, shall we do make sure something? he's okay? Like, I think he's okay. <laughs> you hear more chanting coming from up the street as well. Oh, They've Lord. Heard that. Oh, oh, dear. Oh, yeah, this. <laughs> I don't know if we can do anything about this. Show me the voice. They don't seem to be okay. No, no, no. Yes. He's very happy. Really, just leave the guy. If he's rolled a 20 to get himself into this, <laughs> he can roll another fucking 20 to get himself out of it. Could we? Uh, Take star power Nazor <laughs> <laughs> and say, hey, Jack, you want to not have this fight or die, possibly? I don't think it'll be that easy. I yeah. can't imagine it would be. And this is my problem. This is what I, I was saying. I just don't see it happening. I don't know how you would convince Jacques, of all people, to throw the fight when he's pretty confident he will win. Everyone certainly seems to. Because when, when it comes down to it, it is you are convincing it's a prize fighter to lose a fight. He, you can get his, you lots can, of money by winning it, too. Yeah. It's not that we can say we're We can't a promise him a lot of money either unless he puts everything on him. This is this is not something like... Well, we I, could just are, size him up and there see... Are other or options. we could say we'll do it, then put all our money on Jacques. Because... <laughs> 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 
as I've said many uh, times, I don't like this. <laughs> I sort of like that idea. <laughs> well, look, I'm not particularly committed to any... Or we could just say we'll do it, not bet either way, and then just see how this pads out. The problem is then we piss off a guy who might... This other thing, Dupree has been a fairly good source of employment for us so well, far. Well, he's obviously one job, had a big go, and it's about how well we've done it. Our friend died. Well, the guy we knew for a day had died, and we were all very upset. Yeah, but where have uh, we gotten money from You guys from were all very else? upset. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's I'm not... sure there is other employment in the city. DuPont has enemies. Yeah, but so... I'm going to go on a limb and say that. So do all of we. Nine. Uh, well, fine. It's all good for you. Apparently you don't have ill-advised sex. I do. I just don't make a point of having it with people who can bite me back. <laughs> I just don't see how we'd accomplish it. Okay. It's not, it's, it just... But I also don't want to piss him off by saying, yeah, sure, we'll do this. And then and not then doing. Not. Okay, fair enough. I well, don't see any say... particular mileage in telling him that we will and then don't. Agreed. <laughs> Except to fuck with him. Well, yeah. Let's I mean, not we, sh- we, yeah. burn our bridges here, though. Yeah, there's no reason to burn the bridges. There's no reason to piss the dude off. He still has information on my sister. This is my mm. guiding star on this one. But the thing is, how are you going to get that information if we don't do this? Well, yeah, but um, I'm sure there are other ways to pay the dude for the information. So the upshot of this is we're selling... Saying thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Dupont enters okay. the room and he's got a washcloth in his hand and he's rubbing his hands and he uh, hands it to uh, one of the ladies. Oh, the they've door. come back in, have they? No, no, they're at the door. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Moxie goes, So, uh, what do you fellows uh, think? I believe, as I was saying earlier, our issue is not so much. Now, I feel you may be barking up the wrong tree. Um, the my, my good man. Uh, let me explain a few things be, to begin with. Please do. Um, I'm interested. Obviously, the uh, first job that you were uh, contracted to um, was not the most satisfactory on all our behalfs. No. Mm-hmm. Um, you felt. Mind that- you, I did get to kill an old man. Oh, I enjoyed it. <laughs> Ignore him, please. Continue. Of course. Uh, see, I would not consider that a positive, but no, of course, but if you do, else. that is your business. I um, carried that man down a hill. We carried that man down a hill. Uh, you carried it. You carried I, a tiefling. I, I failed. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, I, I'm sorry. A tiefling? Nine, nine. It's none of your no, business. No, no, no. <laughs> you carried a tiefling. Uh, this is the first I'm hearing of this. Um, we didn't mention the tiefling earlier? Nine, no. don't worry. Oh, uh, there was an unconscious tiefling in the front hall. He doesn't have any shoes now. We just found him and we, we thought we'd we robbed him first, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was in the place, unconscious, and we robbed him really? and we left him behind in bush. Yes, he was unconscious. I, I'm, Scared? I, I'm, I'm sorry. And he actually is quite I'm sorry. I, it's just uh, a tiefling, we found him and we put him outside. We figured we should leave him in there in case so there's things this, this like. tiefling was obviously the boy of uh, the Manu oh, fellow, Lord. or huh? was he in the employ of the Manu fellow? I thought he was unconscious, that's highly unlikely. Yeah, couldn't tell you, he could have been. We could have just transported him for you outside. You will have to forgive me, because of I course, of course, quite different. frankly find the fact that you are describing a tiefling in a place where I would suspect there would never be a tiefling. Um, we were also a bit surprised, yes. 
It's very odd. Very odd. Very odd. Very, especially the unconscious thing. Yeah. Like, very odd. Yes. You are all very talking strange. rather fast, and quite frankly, you are arousing my suspicions. So I will ask you very clearly and very plainly, this uh, uh, this tiefling fellow, um, what was his name? And what was his relationship to you? And he seems quite pointed on this fact. How could we have a relationship with an unconscious man? That was the relationship, I suppose. We found him and he was We dragged him out of the building So you're trying to bluff your way out of this? Yeah. Roll me some bluff die. God damn it. So deception, please. Plus two, twelve. Nineteen. We're trying to bluff our way out of it. Because someone mentioned a tiefling. But we were trying to rob the place and then we meet another tiefling who's also in there. So, so Shut up, he's unconscious and we don't know his name or anything about him. Yes, so, as I understand, there was a tiefling who may or may not have been unconscious. We're fairly certain he was. I mean, he didn't move when we picked him up. He didn't object to me robbing him either. Yeah, we did rob him. <laughs> I quite like that. But uh, <laughs> no, um, I will require a revisement of the, uh, the last contract's uh, outcome as a result of this new information that has come to light. Thank you. Whomever wishes to speak. We found an unconscious tiefling in the hall and we decided to take him with us because it felt a bit rude to leave him there when there were things trying to kill us. And yeah, also anything we wanted... in the building that was actively alive, the things were trying to kill us, so we removed him. He... And also we were trying to rob him and we didn't have time to do it then, so we thought it would be beneficial to move him so we could rob him somewhere safer. We dumped yeah. him in a bush in the hill. He's yeah, it was mutually beneficial to everyone. I mean, I assume, he... Him. I assume he didn't want to die, which might have happened. Yeah, no, he probably would have been fine otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> I got a 19, by the way. I know, but... Um, so you believe me? Roll me... No, I, he's more inclined to believe you. Roll me a deception dice, please, Scan. Then don't speak. <laughs> Shut up, we're working on this. You guys always go for the lie when I always go for the truth, and I'm just like, honestly, it's not a problem. Yes, it is! Fine, what is... He'll kill him. Uh, four, there you are. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> don't speak! <laughs> Plus two, six. <laughs> Scan. I don't I was... I believe now is the time to be honest with one another. Scan? Ryan. Abella. I consider you, of course, all valuable assets and potential collaborators in this venture moving well, forward. That's nice of you to say. However, I cannot operate under the pretense of a lie, so I would like it if you could so very kindly please explain to me what the fuck you are talking about when you mention a tiefling in the wizard's tower. I, I would very much appreciate honesty. There was a tiefling trying to rob the tower. We meet him in the tower. He got no further than we did. In the fight at the end, he gets knocked out, we take him out, we throw him on the ground, we leave him in a bush. He knows not what we came to get, he knows not why we came to get it. He only knows that we were there, and he is no more inclined to tell anybody that we were there than he would be inclined to admit that he was there. He was there for the same reason, well, he was there to rob the place, same as we were, but he was not there to take what you were sent us to take. Mm. He does not know what that thing was. There is no reason, this is why I was like, why are we even having this conversation? There is no reason to lie to you about it. Nothing was, nothing came of this. That's why we did not tell you, it was not relevant or pertinent. Hmm. Going forward, however, I think the three of us have reached the mutual agreement that, um, 
we do not really see how what you would be wanting us to achieve could be achieved by us. You would really be looking for specialists in the area of price fight fixing, which I'm certain you could acquire in this city, but we are, as I would say before, humble mercenaries, really, on this case, uh, short of seducing the man, one of the three of us. Um, damaging him. Uh, or, or possibly damaging him in some way. We do not see how you could necessarily guarantee the outcome of the fight if you're not confident in the, the abilities of your Charlie Roughhouse. He seems a fairly statuesque figure on my account. It would be unfair to lead you up the garden path as were, that we would be able to accomplish what you were wanting hmm. when we are not rightly certain even how. If you do not have indicators as to how. However, that being said, I would remind you that successful completion of your previous task, the agreed payment was 100 gold crowns, plus any information you had regarding my sister. Hmm. Yes. Uh, however, that was an additional agreement and was entirely pitched towards whether or not you uh, completed You've lied and repelled payment. We haven't done exactly what we would agree to do. You have not done what you have agreed to do. We agreed that we would take the thing and leave the thing. We did exactly those things. You agreed that you would give us 100 gold coins each. You failed to do also the other information giving, which you said you would when we agreed immediately. Nothing has happened here. I am angry because you are refusing payment, not because we are not continuing our working relationship. If you have no further agents in the city with which you could finish off whatever jobs you want, then you need to find new servants. These people that you are expecting us to be, we are not these people. I am getting angry. He is de denying me the payment to which he agreed he would. As I said... One way or the other, little man, you will be dead if you do not provide me the information you will get. Oh, I want to kill him. I want to kill, kill him so much. Maybe him. just hurt him a little no, bit. Oh, yeah, well... Well, no, because then he might not help us. He probably won't. Well, now he won't. I'm getting angry. He is de denying me the payment to which he agreed he would. Should we kill him now, please? Mr. Scan, your sister is currently in the custody of a group known as the Circle of the Dragon. If you must know, that's where your sister is. She is a willing devotee of a cult. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have other matters to attend to. However, I will encourage you to reconsider my offer should you change your mind. Now, I can be found in the Scarlet Robes until the end of the week, at which point I have business elsewhere. I, can, I consider our business done unless you wish to accompany me further. I'm fine with leaving it here. How about you, ladies? I, I'm leaving. Thank you, for that snippet of information. And I leave as well. Thank you, Mr. DuPont. Mm. And I leave. Oh, that was good. Mm. I really want to go back and kill him. I know you don't want me to, but I really no, want to kill him. No, because there's reasons not to. Why? What reasons not to? All of the ones he mentioned. What? If he's dead, he can't make them happen. Hmm. In the background, Charlie, Charlie. <laughs> With my mage hand. With your mage hand. So the cult of the dragon, that's the best thing I've heard in a while. Does anyone else feel like we should pay a courtesy call to Charlie Roughhouse before we... Get the hell out of this Let town. people know they're trying to that anyone's trying to rig the fight. Well, if it's they're going to rig it, then he's going to rig it in his favor. So what's the point? It doesn't hurt to talk to him. 
that's true. Doesn't I mean, have I'd to not I'd, talk to him as well. I'd, I'd watch the know. fight. I mean, we're here. We may as well. Yeah. Um, so, what are your plans for the next couple of hours? Just each of you, and then I'll go to Charlie. I'm going to go and check out that bathhouse. I, I hear Tiffany's lovely. Very good to the heads. Good, good. Mm. I'm just going to go to bed. <laughs> okay. Um, and where are you staying at? The, the Chevalier du Coq? Yeah. Okay. Which will be nice and quiet now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm seeing where this adventure takes me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I've got to roll some dice for that. Um, okay. So, uh, Charlie. Yes. It's about 9 p.m. at night. Um, you had a lovely supper. You've been left to your advices. Gorgeous George has had a real big chat with you, talking about the next couple of days, about how you're going to compose yourself in public. He's very excited about how it's all going to turn out. And uh, usually I do the same as what I do when he goes on these spills, which is drink my tea and pretend to listen. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're going to be great. First of all, you're going to flex your muscles. Everyone's going to love it. Then you'll sign some autographs. Then we'll get you down by the bay. We'll get you lifting some of the big cargo, showing them how strong you are how big you are, and then that pensy Jack, he's not going to have a single thing on you, brother. It's going to be beautiful. Beautiful. So after a couple hours of that, you shoot him away um, to retire for the evening. Um, And I assume you're settling in for bed? Oh, I'd have my, you know, evening push-ups, chin-ups, you know, (laughs) all the like. You've got your little, your shoulder, your bar to do all that sort of stuff with. Um, What's your passive perception? 16. 16? You hear what sounds like a lock being jimmied at the back of the house. I stand up. So um, to give you an idea of the floor plan, there's a rather large um, sort of, I would describe it as a kitchenette that moves into like a lounge room. uh, And then the living quarters are upstairs. The back room is sort of, has a corridor that leads into like a small wash house and then has a back door on it. Um, So I'll... Where the back door is, because the candles would still be lit. Yeah. I'll stand, so they walk through the door and I'll be standing in the hallway with the candles sort of flickering behind me, just staring at the door. Sure. And then you hear the door click and open up, and there appears to be several figures um, lined up sort of outside, and they're all muttering to themselves under their breath. Um, You're not trying to be stealthy in any way, are you? Oh, no, I am standing there lit by the candles staring at them. Yeah. Um, the first fellow um, opens the door and steps into the room um, and doesn't actually seem to notice you. Uh, I'm going to go, gentlemen, I assume you're not here for the tea. <laughs> uh, the, the shadow just... Oh, I, I, I'm sorry, Mr. Ruffhouse. I'm, I'm, so fellows and I were just... There's all, there's all. And he just turns to the front. <laughs> and a halfling is sort of pushed to the front and he's sitting there with a loot and a sheepish look on his face, I assume. I assume you're Charlie. <laughs> I'd say it's a pleasure, but I I was carried here. I played the guitar. Yes. That's about it. One of the one of the large louts that actually picked the lock. Uh, takes his hat, puts it at his, uh, puts it at his chest, and sort of grasps her and goes, "Ah, uh, uh, Mr. Roughhouse, um, I apologise for the intrusion. Um, Mr. Nezel here was uh, playing a jolly song, and uh, we really got quite worked up with it. But we would love to invite you out for a, uh, a night on the town. Uh, we had actually planned to um, 
I'm sorry to say this, but abduct you and uh, present to you the largest flagon in the town and uh, see how you could scold, but um, we would be most chuffed if you could uh, accompany us. As I, I'm looking around at them like they're the biggest bunch of idiots ever, but... As, as honoured as I am for that offer, I have a very busy day tomorrow. But if you do come to the signings, I'll give you a signature for free. Mr. Raphael, that's a right honour. Um, uh, Mr. Nezel, uh, we we play this gentleman a song that, that you were playing for us in the uh, the old tavern, and, and Mr. Raphael, you have to listen to this. We were down at the Chevrolet de Coq, and it's one of the best songs I've ever heard. How many of you boys are there? Uh, there is a uh, sixteen of us all in a uh, oh, in a company, but sir. Going to fit in here. Oh, come in, come in, come on. <laughs> Aww. Um, Aww. 16, 16 rough-looking lads That's and, and uh, Nezor all sort of... Um, Into the front room. So do you guys want the, the, the my, my dark song or your boxing song? <laughs> Play the boxing song! <laughs> <laughs> right, so I, I look at Charlie, cast Mage Hand, um, kind of... I'm trying to think the mechanics of it. Um, so how how big is is Mage Hand? My question really is: Can Mage Hand be holding the guitar while strumming with the thumb? No. Uh, it's the size of a hand, and I believe it can hold a pound, ten pounds. Yeah. So it should be enough to hold. If you're holding the other end of the the loot, you should. So I I hold the guitar up with one hand, point at them all, get Mage Hand to strum. Yeah. Um, just the one the one note, and start the Charlie. Rough house instead of Charlie Jack yeah. um, to re- really you know pump it up to him um, and kind of start it start it low and and kind of at at some point point everyone else and get it kind of raising up and up and up. Yeah, um, everyone in this room is very clearly very intoxicated. <laughs> and uh, they're all Charlie Rough house Charlie Rough house. And at some point, someone throws a punch at someone else <laughs> or hits them in the face as they're pumping their yeah. fists. And, it turn, um, and in turn, they start to actually have a bit of a Barney. I'll be like, boys. I step away. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Ruffhouse, a bit of, um, bit of high spirits. Uh, but you do clear to show us that, uh, that, that right cross that you did the other day. Sure, take a step back. It's a little up against the uh, walls. I, I put my guitar down and kind of have my mage hand just sitting there in yeah. that I position know. for him to, yeah. Okay. Um, to yeah. To shut up, box. Okay. Cool. I'll sort of like throw a couple of warm up punches and then yeah, that heavy right straight into the hand. Oh, that's brilliant, that is. And then like I'll throw, like I'll hold the pose, <coughs> throw him a smile, and then go. <laughs> I just flexed. <laughs> Everyone is incredibly enthralled. Um, um, and someone pushes a pint into your hand. Oh, oh I mustn't drink. Come on, Mr. Ruffhouse. And yeah, I'll neck the beer. Come on, lads. <laughs> it's time for a pub crawl. <laughs> I'll hand the pint to the guy and yeah. be like, stay safe. Don't break anything. I want to see you all at the fights. <laughs> Mr. Ruffhouse, come with us. You'll love it. We're going to hit every pub between here and the bridge. I I absolutely would love to, but I'm afraid I can't. Are you going to do anything on this one? or um, I'm kind of just following these crazy guys because I'm worried if I, if I do anything they don't like, it's going to end badly for me. I'm going to reach 
So, like, as they leave, reach down, because I imagine you would file out after them. Yeah, hesitantly. place my hand on your shoulder and just sort of go, keep them out of trouble, Nezor. <laughs> I'll, I'll do my best, sir. Uh, good luck. And just, yeah, like, All right. lock the door, put a chair against it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right, so I assume everyone just goes back to their relative uh, domiciles for the evening after the... Uh, Every night. Um, Nezor stumbles in at some time at past two. It's Rose there. Um, <laughs> not tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> what about Tiffany? <laughs> well, you went straight to the bathhouse, so Tiffany's there. I mean, if you wanted to make a move on her, that's up to you. Um, Let's leave that to the storyteller's imagination. He plowed her. No. <laughs> uh, Wait, shouldn't I be the one that rolls that day? She's high class, your ocean hey. scum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to go talk to Charlie. Hmm? I want to go talk to Charlie. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so the next day dawns. Uh, Charlie is out shaking hands with the great unwashed. I assume one of you, like Karen, um, I assume Ryland would like to have a quick chat with him. Yes, but I'm going to wait for these guys to appear to see if any of them want to come with. Uh, you're all staying at the Chevrolet de Coq, as yep. far as I'm concerned. So, so I, I go downstairs, rose. rose brings me some breakfast, and I wait for the rest of them to turn up. Yeah. Um, you're served again by Rose, who is um, quite chipper this morning. Um, <laughs> the fellow who was turning... Does she smell of sweat, anger, and or shame? No. <laughs> um, absolutely not. The... Hrosh has been antsy all night. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the sort of the resi- I guess the residual anger that you guys had mm. have sort of played, harshed his calm somewhat. So he's he spent most of the night pacing, little gouts of flame. Um, yeah, so you're awakened to the smell of oddly uh, his feelings mirror my own. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so you're awakened to the smell of uh, bacon and other breakfast bits, and. <laughs> Welcome to McDonald's. Would you like the breakfast bits tray? <laughs> it's literally the shit that's left over, like in a box. So, oh look! I got, like, breakfast bits. I got like it's bacon of, horns. Like, some bits of bacon. There's like half a fucking hash brown, uh, an unmade muffin. Um, so yes, you're all served breakfast except for Nezel, who's currently asleep and apparently sleeping off a hangover. Um, Charlie, you're early to rise and you work out. And um, gorgeous George. Um, Meets you in the morning. He seems a little deflated, but uh, a little bit chipper still. Uh, he's like, "It's gonna be a great day, champ. We're gonna go out there. We're gonna we're gonna enthrall the crowds. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna build your presence up, and then um, we'll have this fight, and uh, everything will be gravy. You'll see. Yep. All right. Um, all right. I, I will see you out there, champ. And he throws the two fingers at you and sort of does that. I give him the nod, like. Right. And he. Uh, Scurries out the back. Um, why have you got a chair against the door? Because <laughs> uh, boxing hooligans broke into my house last night. What do you mean they broke in? They got through the line? They broke in through the back door. I'll have a talk to the to the guards. This won't happen again. It's, I'm sorry, champ. It's perfectly fine. I'm going to get that bashing or bass. It's a good ear bashing. Nobody needs to lose their job. No, this. absolutely. They need to lose their job, champ. No. This is a complete breach of security. I'll take care of this. Don't you worry about it. And he just sort of fobs off. Mm. Um, so I assume you're awake at some point and you're... Yeah, I'm thinking about, like, lun- almost lunchtime. Not quite lunchtime, but 
almost lunchtime. Are these guys still around or have they... Well, we need to have a discussion about that. Have some more bacon, dear. Om nom nom. Uh, Rose comes up to the table and goes, uh, and where is uh, Mr. Nezor? Is uh, a fine day? Uh, I think he's sleeping off last night. Oh, mm. I understand. Um, he was playing here. Were you here when he was? Uh, I was. I was uh, doing the full day. And oh. uh, it was uh, something, I can tell you. Um, perhaps I shall bring out for you... Um, she moves her hands like she's searching for the word. Um, the, uh, but, um, the waffle. Yes, please. A uh, uh, waffle? A uh, waffle? Yeah, that would be wonderful. Thank and you. And a waffle for you, sir? A uh, waffle? Yes, please. Thank you. Uh, I will be back in the week. Do you know, do you, pay, do you do breakfast in bed here? I think, I think, um, Nezor might like some waffles. Or some waffles. Is it, is it waffle? Uh, yes, I will pay for him. This is highly irregular, but, um... And uh, she sort of skips off with the the grin. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I think we are all welcome, Amanda. (laughs) I think we need to ask, does anyone feel like a visit to Mr Rothhouse might be in order? What would you mean to tell him? Well, the gentleman boxer is more than just a publicity, I guess. It is a personality that he is. Yeah, yeah. And I feel that informing Mr. Roughhouse of someone's less than honourable intentions towards the match might in some way diffuse anyone's ability to interfere. But if they're going to interfere, they're going to interfere in his favour. So really, he wouldn't want that. He wouldn't. His reputation isn't one that is entirely honourable. I mean, we can. I just don't see the point, to be honest. I quite enjoy the mental image of, you know, it not going to Pondswain that I can give him the middle finger across the face. Well, I can't tell There is that. All right. (laughs) And there we go. And and then I get to stab him without actually stabbing him, which I know you don't want me to. As long as you're not actually stabbing him. That's my main... Like, if he winds up dead in a month's time, it wasn't As I can personally attest, (laughs) suffering is far more effective punishment than simple death. True that. I'm with you. Yeah, let's talk to the, the, the large man. Yeah. <clears throat> do we like want to wait for the dwarf? Let's, Not the dwarf. No, I do apologise. The, the halfling. He's busy. Let's wait for our waffles and then we'll leave. <laughs> yes, let's have the waffles. So I, I do head downstairs eventually. Right. Um, and I'm assuming running to these guys. They're probably polishing off breakfast at that point. Another round, please. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> really. if, if this is... A hangover, why do you people do this? Oh, oh, oh. 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 Hair of the dog for Mr. Nezor, please. <laughs> there you go, you see? Well, now you're feeling better. And now, my good man, bacon. Bacon and orange juice. Do you have the juice of the orange? Fantastic. Okay, so it is about 10 a.m. All said and done. Uh, you're stepping out. There is a large crowd that has a gr- has. Um, accumulated in the pavilion area which you have all not been to yet but there are again streams of crowds all going down there lots of hawkers selling like get your genuine charlie roughhouse boxing wraps and selling the genuine jacques uh, you know how you say the genuine jacques trunks basim um lots of different hawkers uh very fairground sort of feel to thing um Charlie, you are wandering through the crowds at this point, shaking hands and, and taking names, as it were. No, you're not beating people, but... <laughs> shaking hands and taking names. Yeah. Like, oh, Two very different you. activities. <laughs> yes. Hello, good man. Bam! Good afternoon. Hello. 
I'm gonna punch my Charlie Ruff ass. It's the greatest day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I'm still alive. Can you put me on right on the cheek, sir? That'd be brilliant. <laughs> One in a kisser. Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah. Oh, was, you've had a few freaks come up and ask that for that, actually. <laughs> I don't. Break your nose! <laughs> I'm not never break it again. <laughs> I'll never break this nose again, so yeah. thank you so much. Um, Jacques has actually <laughs> stepped up onto like a podium that's been set up and he's just basically doing the strongman poses and everyone's like, ooh, ah, oh, that's ooh. fantastic. Ah. Imagine um, if you're doing it in French, that would be, uh, ooh, ooh, la, la. ooh la la. Yeah. No, he, he is a genuinely strong-looking gentleman, though. Studly. Very studly. Buff. Fuck yes, yeah. Like, he, he's built. He is, he's like a rectangle... Like, that's the best way to describe him. He is physically You know how Chris Hemsworth is something of a triangle? He's a rectangle. Yes. Yeah. I'm like super attractive. <laughs> to a general. Can we please see Charlie? A 2D platformer. Please do. All right, so I, I can see Charlie the crowd. Yeah. So do we want I to have this, this conversation with him in a large crowd or in a small tent like situation? Well, we've got to actually interact with him first. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm just following along. Yeah. Well, actually, Same. You, do, we, do, we, do the rest of us know that you met him last night? No, not yet. Because no, if we I, actually I, I, say, if we actually told Nezo why we're going, which yeah. I feel like we probably would, so while you were out having a wonderful time last night and possibly getting your first hangover, good job by the way, well done. Um, we had the most delightful dinner in which I almost shot a man. Uh, maybe the girls would fill you. Nine, 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 nine. Anywho, so as it turns out. Dupree is not dead yet. Oh, he wanted us to uh, rig the fight. Yeah. We said nine. Um, long story. Long, long story. A lot of shouting. You got very angry. I, I got so angry. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you didn't rig the fight. Yeah, me too. Charlie's a really nice guy. Nine, nine. I don't want to rig the fight. No, he wants us to rig the fight in Charlie's favor. Oh. The problem is we... Firstly, don't know how. And secondly, DuPont's a lying asshole. And secondly, DuPont is an asshole. I don't know about the lying business. He certainly oh, does a lot of it, but I don't know in this case exactly where the deception lies. Um, and therein lies an interesting point of view that we did not actually consider. He normally hedges his bets one step up from us. Mm-hmm. Either way, I'd go to speak to him. So, Charlie, not so Dupont. So Ryland now wants to talk to Charlie to let him know that because Dupont is not going with us because we told him to do something anatomically inappropriate with a spear. I, um, I, I know where Charlie lives, but I don't know where he is now. Well, he's over there. Uh, <laughs> here, here, let me wake you up. There you are. It's Nizzle. So you wait, wait, wait. Where do you, why do you know where he lives? How on earth did you find that out? Last night started interestingly. And ended interestingly, apparently. Um, so and you... What happened? I played a song. Some people carried me to Charlie's house for some reason. I played a song for Charlie. He Wait till you sure. met Charlie. Yeah, he's a nice guy. I'm sure he is. Well, then perhaps you would be a useful person to have with us while we meet the man. Let's go and let's... I don't know how much he likes me, but I'm... I'm he said him. Okay. But uh, you're, you're, you're in. Speaking sure. speaking terms with the man, uh, let us go and chat with him then, yeah. Yes, Nezo, you go first. He would know you, yeah, you know him, yeah, I you don't know. know. Maybe. 
Depends how much he follows politics. I'll, maybe maybe I'll some are in front of you. I mean, it's not like you're going to be... I he's going to be blocking the, you. The, the there are together, so yeah. many people I cannot see where he is right now. Well, let's well I can see where he it's is. It's hard not to see him. He's a very tall man. Let's just go, okay? Yeah, yeah. So I guess we head towards Charlie and I... Okay, hey, hi, hi, Mr. Roughhouse, sir. Yeah, the crowd parts and you see Nezor and a, a dragon person and an elf and a half-elf. With, with a dragon and also dressed in furs, which is very odd. Very like, furry. Nezor, my friend. How are you? Uh, not. Not good. I've sort of bent down. What did you get up to? Roll me a dice to remember. <laughs> D20, D20 intelligence. Actually, no, it would be... <laughs> Which you're, which you're it's wrong. a single digit. <laughs> I so I Let's, we went to your house and then we went to the intelligence. First. What's your intelligence? Uh, intelligence is one. So four, four. <laughs> you vaguely remember the house. A a a, a bunch what? of houses and a fire, and then something to do with guards. <laughs> so, I remember. Your house, a couple of other houses, a bunch of people, fire, guards, Please. and then I woke up to waffles. Please don't tell me you burnt down someone's house. There, there was no large fire in the built in the city, so probably not. I don't uh, think we've met Charlie uh, Roughhouse. Scan, scan. Good to, to meet, meet you. you. Yeah, and the lovely ladies. Uh, Ryland Westfall, know you by reputation, of course. Wait, the Ryland. West for? I think there's a little... My lady, line. it's an honour. And he bows. Oh, oh thank you. Um, is, are people staring at me right now? Yes. Oh, goodness. Absolutely. Uh, apart from the fact that you are a dragon lady, Charlie bowing to you is something of a um. Oh, that's very novelty. kind of you, Charlie. Um, stand up. Oh, yeah, it was like... <laughs> Und, und our dear lady, Abella. Oh, I'm Abella, well. hi. Um, yeah, uh, we would Boy. like a, a few words in private, if you wouldn't mind. Well, I'm with the fans at the moment, so... Uh, say... Mr Roughhouse, would you sign my piece of paper? Is it a kid? Yes. I'll bend down and sort of pick him up on my arm, like on my bicep. Yeah. And sort of like, you know... You know um, eat your vegetables, stay out of trouble, and one day you can be a gentleman boxer as well. Oh, thank you, Mr. Like, Rafael. Like, pose, like, really. Is he on your shoulder? Are like, you pose? He's not my arm. <laughs> so, like, I'll go, and. Yeah. <laughs> and he just then, molested me with his bicep. Yeah. <laughs> and then he looks incredibly thrilled and runs yeah. off into and the like, crowd. And, like, pop him down, ruffle his hair. Oh, when might you have time to speak? I'll be here for a few more hours. Um, meet me. Nezor knows where I'll be. Um, meet me there after. Then we can have a talk. Uh, Thank you very much. Charlie has a very large welt on his face, by the way. It looks like he's been um, clocked. Can't help but ask, but um, what happened there? Oh, just friendly sparring with Jacques. Nothing to be worried about. Oh, good. Lovely. Right, I will be Best of luck. Uh, See you later. Yes. They're still staring at me, aren't they? And then I'll just sort of spin and pose again. Like, they were staring at him more than you, don't worry. Yeah. Uh, a few hours later, This you... is the Bashano side. Imagine how, how bad does it feel to be, be? How does it feel to be the less interesting person <laughs> in the crowd? <laughs> um, a few hours later, you find yourself at Charlie's domicile and uh, you find yourself being stopped and searched by the guards that are outside his house. Do, uh, with a 16 passive, would I hear... Yes, absolutely. Yes, I'm going to open the door 
Let them through. Let them through. Come on. Yeah, uh, well, Mr. Warehouse, man. Uh, and I sort of yeah. uh, to one of the guards, like, good job, sir. Uh, are, you, are you sure you wish to have uh, all these weapons in your house? Do sir? you know who this woman is? Uh, no, monsieur. That's yes. probably for the best. It's like, <laughs> I'm perfectly safe in her company. Yeah, she is a oh. dragon, sir. I and would not consider that to be... You are an elf, and I am a human, and race has nothing to do with it, boy. You are a strange little man, and you have my pity. Farewell! <laughs> uh, can I have my axe back, then? <laughs> yeah, well, Thank well, I mean... Yeah, I do appreciate your efforts, though, sir. Don't think that I haven't noticed. Oh, well, Mr. Arthouse. And, uh, yeah, he returns to his position with his stupid fucking shovel helmet. I <laughs> feel like he supports the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I love that comment, the stupid... The stupid fucking shovel helmet. Yeah. Would you describe Watch him as a shovel knight? <laughs> no, no, definitely, definitely not. <laughs> Impartial, um, yeah. But, yeah, and I'll be like, okay, okay, tea, tea. Oh, oh lovely, thank uh, you. Yeah, danke. Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah, no, it'll help with your head. Um, and like I'll pour a cup and hand it. You know, yeah, thank you. Commander. It's just lady now. No. Thank you. My apologies. And pour everyone tea. Yeah, yeah. Pour myself some tea. Very it's floral patterned teacup. Oh yes, it's it's. Very... It was bought with me. What delightful chinaware, Mr. House. Yes, well, you know, it complements the tea. Anyway, drink up. <laughs> So what can Everyone I... Everyone mimicked <laughs> drinking tea. That was amazing. <laughs> so what do I owe the pleasure? Oh, we've come quite as about... Regarding a somewhat awkward matter, I must confess. Uh, we've come to some information that I personally felt you would like us to share with you. Oh, um, yes, do, do tell me. Um... <laughs> it's... It's like this. Oh, yeah. Mm, perfect. Mm, it's much better. Yeah. Perfect. Uncle. Uh, uh, as you I, try I, to sip, um, <laughs> Crosh is just like dicks it, dips his head into it and he likes it. <laughs> Very cute. Much like that. Yeah. But anyway, the lady was speaking, so if we. No, 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 no. My apologies. <laughs> There's no real polite way to say this, Mr. Roughhouse, but um, there seems to be a conspiracy to rig the fight in your favour. At that, he places the cup gently on the saucer, places the saucer down. Please repeat that. I don't think I heard you correctly. There is a conspiracy to rig the fight in your favour. Oh, I did. By whom? Um, uh, we should uh, possibly elaborate that we were the ones asked to rig it. <laughs> yes, that was the We same. refused as a point. Well, yes. Wonderful. Uh, <clears throat> But given at least my awareness of your reputation, uh, we felt you should be aware of it. And perhaps by being aware of it, may I be able to, uh, I guess, dissuade anyone from interfering with it. Oh, oh, don't worry. Who was it that told you about this ploy? Uh, not a nice chap. Um, sorry to come with such bad news. If this is, if this is true, then... I'm afraid there isn't going to be a fight. There isn't going to be a fight? What are you talking about? <laughs> ah, just the wonderful man I wanted to speak yeah, about. George has just closed the door. What do you mean, no fight? I've just been told that people are working to rig the fight in my favour. Now... What? You give me one moment, I'll be out there, we'll talk to the Bashano, 
will get them to double down on all the security. There is no way this is going to be a dirty fight. You have my promise, Chief. You need Chief. to be quiet for one moment. What we're going to do is yes. I'm going to go talk to Jacques. I am going to let him know what's going on. And then together, me and him will make a decision as to what will happen. Absolutely, Chief. I have no problem. I do you want me to get you a carriage? I feel uh, obliged to interject that there's, there's a, a small dog, dog. <laughs> a small dog in the next room. It's, 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 it's Charlie's dog. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, a carriage with enough room. If, of course, you want to come along, I don't want to put you in any uh, danger. I don't know if there's any need for us to accompany. Okay. I'd like to meet the rectangle. <laughs> I, what, what I was going it's, to say is that I feel the uh, more pertinent piece of information before you speak to Jacques is that the the plan there wasn't really a plan, but the suggestion was that Jacques in some way be poisoned, not enough to kill him, but enough to slow him down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. you're talking about poison. What do you mean poison? What does I he know mean? What does she mean? Poison? Conversation actually involves you. I'm going to sort hey, of. Hey, excuse me. I don't know who you are, and I don't know who you are, or you, you are, are, or you are, or you are. That's. Is enough. Jeez, why are you busting my balls? They are our guests. We don't speak to our guests like that. My honor is on stake, which you know is very important to me. My rival is apparently being poisoned by an unknown entity. Yeah, I heard that, Chief. I'm just trying to help. Yelling doesn't help. I do appreciate your passion. It's wonderful. But let's try and keep it civilized. Well, whatever you want, Chief. I, I'll go sort you out, the carriage, whatever you need. How many people we're taking? We're taking these fellows? Just the two, thank you. Two, okay. So, will you, will you uh, love the other people who I don't know um, be staying here in the house? Mr. Robert? They are more than welcome to, or they can move. All right. Do you want to uh, stick around? I think I might go to the pub and rest. Yeah. There is a wonderful day bed to just say you can use. If you're more than welcome to... You're not being held hostage here, but I, you're more than welcome to use my apartment. I, I need rest, and... They can stick around. Um, you sleep, we'll just stay. One, Ryland will make our case for us. Just one more thing, um, uh, Charlie. Don't forget this evening we have the strength contest where you're lifting the crates. Yes, we got to be back in time for that. I'll all right, be there. fantastic. All right, I'll go get this carriage. I need toddles out. Okay, so a few minutes later, uh, the carriage rocks up, and um, as always, there's a slight crowd outside. They, they followed you there, effectively. Um, so Ryan steps out with um, this cloak over them. Oh, off my towel arm. over one arm. Like yeah. I'll offer my arm. Yep. Um, and like a rose as we walk to the carriage. Uh, there are a lot of jealous women. <laughs> a lot of jealous women. They don't um, know I'm not competition. And then open the like open yeah. the door. Frankly, you're a predator. <laughs> open the door, help you up into the carriage. More yeah. likely to eat him than you know. And and Charlie, because he goes, look at this, ladies and gentlemen. The gentleman boxer Charlie Roughhouse with his lady love. You'll never see romance like this in a million years. The bards will sing sonnets and poems and all kinds of things. All right, come on, move on. It's he just goes. All right, come on, go. On. And I'll pop in, just everyone else. Um, and sort of gesture for George to yep. get in. Gets in. Uh, he he gets in, sits down, um, and looks a little pensive, but um, just generally, like I'm going to uh, put a hand on his shoulder and sort of go. It's fine. We'll get to the bottom of this. All right. I like the way you I like the way you move. I like the way they talk. Um, yes. Yeah, so the uh, carriage takes off. It's not too far away. It's about three blocks or so. Yep. 
a very nice townhouse. Very much the same setup as Charlie has, guards and the like. Uh, there, is, there are a large cordon around it where uh, women are being held back and gentlemen with uh, that all have, uh, yeah, effect. Like you can't see my it. boob, Jacques. Yeah, no, they are, they are all <laughs> making very, <laughs> I won't say lewd, but very flirtatious motions towards the root. Um, and you can actually see Jacques in the window standing there, uh, just sort of with his hands, not steepled, but sort of interlaced and across his chest and just looking at everyone, like nodding and smiling and uh, the occasional wave towards the female admirers. The carriage uh, pulls up and Charlie, Charlie, George and Ryland all step out. Um, Jacques seems a little bit confused, but then goes to the front door and opens and goes, uh, Mr. Rothhaus, this is a very unconventional hour. There is something of grave importance that I need to, <coughs> I need to discuss with you. Oh, very well. Uh, if you will come inside. I was just about to have a meeting with my coordinator and his uh, associate, but uh, if that is the case. And uh, is your friend in the cloak, do they require a special room to uh, de-cloak? De- and hello, Georges Georges. It is good to see you again. Hello, Mr. Thunderclap. I can't do the voice. No, no, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Thunderclap. It's a pleasure to see you again. Clearly, it is not a pleasure. I am simply being courteous, but you understand my position. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we sort of head through into the the sun. Ryland decloaks dramatically. There is an elf there who you actually would recall was in the tent. He's pacing backwards and forwards. Uh, The elf, I'd be like, oh, sir, I don't think I've... The pleasure. My name's Charlie Roughhouse. Yes, I know you are. Mm. I extend my hand. He's just cursely, like, index <laughs> and finger, like, just sort of touches the top, like, yes, good shake. Um, I do apologise. Jacques, uh, where are we speaking to these gentlemen? Um, you have plenty of uh, promotional things to be getting along with. I thought I told you to flex in front of the windows for at least another hour. <laughs> oh, you're his... Gorgeous George. You're his gorgeous George. <laughs> I, I'm afraid I do not understand what you are saying. I you're not, his promoter. Ah, this is what I know. Uh, we know in the version it is known as the exhibitor, but uh, uh, yes, yes, I understand what you are saying. What yes. you might be interested in this conversation? Ah, very much so. I assume since a Mac Prime competition is here. Hello, George. It is unpleasant to be in the same room with you again. You are. <laughs> <laughs> It is unpleasant to it smell is, you again. <laughs> Hello, George. It is unpleasant to be in the same room with you again. Oh, All right, Mr. Rojas, why are you here? I have been informed by uh, a uh, very, very trustworthy source that they're trying to rig the fight in my favour. Um, of course they are trying to rig the fight. They always try to rig the fight. Are you insane? They're threatening to uh, poison you so that I can win the fight and I will not have my name to a throne fight. Uh, I will explain this to you because you are clearly new to this, but uh, you do not understand how the professional circuit works because you are a shit kicker from Erhard. You must understand that they always try to rig these fights. You do not understand because you are not obviously Bastion, no, but we have a long and honoured tradition of trying to fix fights. If I may interject. I, I do not know you, but of course you may. Right. Oh, my apologies, this is Lady Ryland Westford. Uh, pleasure. You are I would urge you, yes? Jacques, not to underestimate the cunning or connections of the particular man who has made this threat. 
Hmm? Yes. What is this man's name? I'm not going to tell you that. And your word is of no use to me here. But uh, I do appreciate the honesty, and I do appreciate the sportsman quality of you. Um, I will always say this of you, Mr. Rafaels, and I know that we have fought before, and obviously we have, uh, as of then, battle, um, have the differing opinion. But um, I always, always consider you to be an honorable fighter, even if I consider you to be of a uh, subpar group. What is the word? Um fighter. You are not a prize fighter. George just erupted the place. You have no fucking hand just on his shoulder. Let the man speak. He's entitled to his opinion. I have seen your fight, Mr. Rafaels, and um, you are a jumped up little sportsman from a heart. And I respect the fact that you are wishing to fight in the big league, but you do not understand the way we do things here. And you feel that you are doing the honorable thing here by telling me what I already know, but that is besides the point. You are like uh, the babe in the wood without the swaddling cloth. You are naked to the forces that you are prey to. And <laughs> frankly, by coming here, you have only shown your naivete. Uh, you understand? I do appreciate your frankness, but all it shows to me is that you're not actually a fighter. You're an actor who plays for money. And that is disgusting. You can insult me all you want, monsieur. This is, no, this isn't an insult. You're the one sitting there going, oh, we throw fights all the time. Uh, it's perfectly I did not fine. Say, no, 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 you misunderstood. I did not throw the fight. The attempts are made to make us throw the fight. That is the, the, the naivete I was speaking of. Okay, well, my concern is that somebody is potentially going to put something in your food and drink that could harm you severely. So it's got nothing to... It has something to do with my honour as a fighter, but it's also my concern for you as someone who I respect as a fighter, and I don't want to see you hurt. Please be careful with the food you drink, the food you eat, and what you drink, because I would like the opportunity to disprove those nasty things you've said about me and I would hate for you to come to any harm aside from at the ends of my fists. Mm. He grins at Agus. Mm. I like the fire in your gullet. So with your business concluded, um, the promoter stands up and walks over to the glass door and sweeps his arm in a gesture to, like, please follow me out, out of here. I'll extend my hand to Jacques again. Like, yep. I say... Just mind your food and drink. I'd hate for, you know, you to be poisoned. Mm. Uh, thank you for the warnings, sir. And he extends a hand as well. And this is a little bit less distasteful from his part. Um, yeah, he's, he's obviously warming to you a little bit more. Uh, you are all ushered out, I suppose, of the glass room. As you're all walking past him, you hear a whistling noise and a dagger appears in the chest of the... <gasps> basically slipped between the ribcage. That's how good of a shot it was. The elf slumps and has just died because its heart has been bisected. Thank you for listening to this episode of There Be Dragons. If you'd like to know more about the show, feel free to check us out at therebedragonscast.com for lore, cast information, and updates on our schedule. You can also find us at therebedragons.podbean.com and on Spotify for your listening needs. 
If Twitter is more your thing, you can also find us at TV Dragons Cast. I am Matthew, your Dungeon Master, and Scan Felspar Thufferson is played by Joshua Walker. Ryland Westfall is played by Karen Schlink. Charlie Roughhouse was played by Tristan Doust. Abella de Rosier is played by Angela Donlan. And finally, Nezel Valgoulis is played by Tom Moore, who also acts as our sound recordist. There Be Dragon's original theme and scores are composed by award-winning composer Sean Tanian. You can see more of his work at seantanianmusic.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time. 